This summer, I had my schedule perfectly planned out so that I could make some deadlines I'd set for myself with a new course I was creating. And then life threw me a curveball and I had to magically find an extra two hours in my day. In our busy world, this situation is all too common. Our schedules are packed to the limit. And when urgent things come up, which they always do, we feel overwhelmed and like we're constantly playing catch up. In this episode of the Bold Life Podcast, I'll show you one strategy to set your day up for success so you don't spiral into a stress ball when unexpected tasks pop up. Okay, let's dive in. I'm Dr. Nicole Byers, clinical psychologist and neuroscience nerd, and you're listening to the Bold Life Podcast, the podcast for ambitious overachievers and recovering perfectionists who feel stretched thin and overwhelmed trying to do it all. As a recovering perfectionist with big career goals, I know how frustrating it can feel to never have enough time in your day or to endlessly procrastinate because you lack the confidence to take action. I've spent years understanding how our brains work and the mental habits that get in our way. Each week, I'll share actionable strategies and guest interviews to help you get relief from your to-do list, build your confidence, and reach your goals. If you want to learn how to thrive both at home and at work, you're in the right place. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know I love planning. I'm an overplanner at heart. I gave my wedding party typed instructions on our wedding day, and before the biggest exam of my life, I prepared a massive three-inch binder where I had brainstormed all the questions I might get asked. I like to be prepared. Despite all your best planning and preparation for the week, stuff happens though. On my wedding day, I made my poor husband wait at the altar for like 10 minutes with the music playing because we couldn't hear the ceremony start from where we were waiting. And you've heard me share the story of how I had to staple my pants together during that huge exam at the end of grad school. If you want to hear the whole story, check out episode three of this podcast. This summer, I found myself in a similar spot where all my planning went out the window when life threw me a curveball. Here's what happened. When I plan major projects like new courses I'm creating or presentations I have planned, I start at the end date and plan out my schedule in reverse. Basically, I look at my goal when I want to have that project done. I brainstorm everything I need to do in order to get there. Then I start working backward in my schedule to make sure I book and plan enough time to get everything done. That's what I had done this summer with my newest online course and coaching program, The Productivity Formula. I knew I wanted to have the class ready to welcome new students at the end of September. So I had set weekly deadlines starting in June for what I needed to accomplish in order to get myself there. One of the tasks was getting some Facebook and Instagram ads set up to advertise for a free productivity challenge that I was running in order to get folks interested in potentially joining my new program. I was super proud of myself. I got the ads all set up and running so they would start on the Monday. Everything was preset and ready to go. And so we went out to the lake for one last weekend this summer so we could get everything all packed up and winterized. If you live somewhere that's not minus 30 in the winter, you have to winterize trailers and vehicles that you won't be using or all of the plumbing will freeze. It's a Canadian problem, like needing a block heater so your battery doesn't freeze in your car during the winter. Yes, that's a real thing like a little sweater for your battery. Anyway, so I have everything set. I'm confident it's all ready. I go on vacation. 
The weekend goes well. I get back Monday evening and I see there's a typo in one of my images for these ads and my stomach dropped. It's super obvious, but we've missed typos before. It happens. We all do this. The problem wasn't that it was a typo. The problem was that it wasn't really an easy fix. So I had to update the image, which only took a minute. That part was easy. Fix the typo. But how Facebook ads work is I had to restart and upload all the ads to fix this problem. All of a sudden, I'm spending two hours Monday night that I wasn't planning on using to fix this mistake. Life happens and unexpected tasks or roadblocks come up. Sometimes those unexpected things are smaller. A project takes you an hour rather than 30 minutes like you expected. A colleague needs help with an urgent project. Your car gets a flat tire and you're 15 minutes late for work. And sometimes the urgent tasks require more time. Like your boss throws an unexpected project or deadline your way. Or there's an error that no one caught in a report and it's all hands on deck dropping everything to fix it. And all those urgent tasks take time out of your day and use up your energy fast. Your brain wants life to be consistent and easy. Urgent tasks send our stress levels way up, which can be good. This extra bit of adrenaline can help us focus better and boost motivation. But it's also normal to be exhausted after dealing with a crisis or something unexpected at work because these unexpected tasks drain your mental resources. It's not just doing the task that drains your brain power. Even having to problem solve and figure out where that time's going to come from or stressing because there's no time to take it from and playing catch up for the rest of the week drains your mind and body. We can't predict all the curveballs that come our way and mess up our perfectly planned schedules, but we can set up our schedules in a way that we have the space to accommodate these urgent tasks when they happen. I'm going to walk you through three keys to dealing with unexpected tasks. Key number one, be clear on your priorities. I schedule my days the night before. You know I'm not a morning person, and planning my day the night before means I can hit the ground running the next morning. I don't have to spend time figuring out where to start when I get to my desk or getting distracted by things like emails, reading the news, or social media, and not really getting started at all. When I plan my days and my weeks, I set my priority tasks for the week, the things that are highest priority or urgent in my schedule. Being clear on priorities allows me to accommodate urgent or unexpected tasks because I know what I'm not willing to move or cut out. Those priorities can change week to week or even day to day, but being clear on what's priority makes it easier to cut out the things that aren't priority when that urgent task does come up. Key number two, you need to make time, not find time. That difference is important, so I'm going to say it again. You need to make time for that urgent task, not find time. I know it's tempting to just add that extra work to your schedule at the end of the day and think, I'll just squeeze it in, or to stop what you're doing and do that task without figuring out how you're going to get back to the task you were working on in the first place. But just adding things into your schedule that's already busy means you're either going to feel stressed and constantly playing catch up all day. Or you're going to sacrifice things that are important to your health and productivity over the long run, like taking breaks, getting enough sleep, eating regularly, and anything fun is going to get cut from your schedule. If you're adding something to your schedule, decide what you're going to take out to make that extra thing happen. 
You're not going to find the time. Your schedule is packed and you have to create the time by eliminating something else. Here's how I use these strategies when I had my Facebook ad disaster. I needed to adjust for those extra two hours in my day. When I plan my weeks, I actually color code my schedule. Non-urgent tasks are put in one color and priority tasks are put in other colors. That makes it really easy for me to make decisions about what I can get cut. I looked at my schedule and I moved one of my non-urgent tasks a few weeks down the road to make time for that extra and unexpected work. Key number three for dealing with urgent tasks. Plan in advance for urgent or unexpected things to come up, because they will, by leaving blank space in your schedule. It's time to get out of that habit of packing our schedules to the limit. This isn't a good long-term productivity strategy, because life never goes entirely as expected. When I plan my schedule for the week on Sunday, I'd like to leave two or three hours of space on Friday afternoons as my buffer time. Then when things come up during the week, because they always do, or a task takes longer than I anticipate, I have some catch-up time planned into my schedule. You can also build buffer windows into your days, especially if you have a job where urgent or unexpected things tend to come up frequently. Leave 30-minute blank spots at the end of your day to catch up or rearrange your schedule as needed. This episode of the Bold Life Podcast is brought to you by my free daily productivity checklist. In this workbook, I'll show you how to use neuroscience-based strategies to set up your workday for success so you can get more done, get out of the habit of busy work, and feel less overwhelmed. You can get your free copy at drnicolebyers.com forward slash checklist. That's drnicolebyers.com forward slash checklist. I'll put the link in the show notes as well. There you have it. My three keys for dealing with urgent or unexpected time demands. Be clear on your priorities, make time by cutting something else out, and leave buffer zones in your schedule to accommodate extra work. Life happens, and our days don't always go according to plan. But with a little pre-planning, you can feel less overwhelmed and panicked when those urgent or unexpected tasks come up. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Dr. Nicole Byers, and you're listening to The Bold Life Podcast. Thank you.